Hello, this is P. Andrew Sandlin, founder and president of the Center for Cultural Leadership. Recently, a dear friend said to me, Andrew, I'm surely glad that you're not an intellectual snob. I surely hope he was right about that. I pray he was right about it. The world is filled with intellectual snobs. There are, of course, your garden variety intellectual snobs, and then there are the ideological intellectual snobs. By that I mean people committed to a very specific way of understanding and explaining the world that they think makes them better than everybody else. This is particularly true among leftists or so-called progressives. Thomas Sowell once called them the anointed. They're so much smarter, wiser, and above all, humbler than the rest of us poor folks, that they believe that nature itself seems to have selected them to be what Plato would have called the philosopher kings of society. If you disagree with them about the nature of poverty, or about race relations, or about the role of civil government, or about the reality of religion, or about the sexes, or particularly homosexuality, or about child-rearing, or about the origins of the universe. If you disagree with them, most of all, about the role of intellectuals in society, they'll tend to look down upon you from their high perches and smirk at you and dismiss you. They are the smart ones, and they believe that they're entitled to run society, particularly politics. Their fury at the recent victory of Donald Trump had much less to do with his specific positions or policies or even actions, a number of which certainly are not conscionable, than specifically the fact that they will be replaced, many of them at least, from the high perch of political influence. These are the leftist or progressive intellectual snobs. But my friend was specifically referring to conservative and libertarian intellectual snobs, and I'm sorry to report that there are too many of these, including Christian intellectual snobs. They flock to think tanks and colleges and universities and well-respected intellectual gurus. They use language that only insiders could understand. Those of us who are outsiders or lay people are left out in the cold. Perhaps most harmful of all are the Christian intellectuals. Decades ago, Richard Hofstadter wrote a book titled Anti-Intellectualism in American Life. It was a scourge against ordinary Americans and particularly against a large number of Christians that didn't immediately bow before intellectuals. He defined intellectuals differently from intelligent people. There are lots of intelligent people, he taught, but intellectuals display an added characteristic. It was this. They uh, look at ideas as sort of playthings. Ideas are fun. Ideas are, in many ways, an end in themselves. If this is the proper interpretation of an intellectual, there should never be such a thing as a Christian intellectual.
Ideas are not playthings. Ideas are vitally important. If they are godly ideas, they tend to advance the kingdom of God. If they are ungodly ideas, they tend to advance the kingdom of Satan. What they cannot be is playthings. But there is the legitimate Christian intellectual. This is the person whom God has gifted intellectually, and he uses his or her intellect in the service of God to advance the kingdom of Jesus Christ in the world. The Christian intellectual knows that his intellect is a gift of God. God gave it, and God could take it away at any time, as he did the intellect of the proud Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon in the ancient world. Intellect is not an end in itself. It is given by God to be used in the service of the kingdom of God and our fellow man. I thank God for Christian intellectuals. One that comes immediately to mind that's been a great blessing to me is John M. Frame, professor at Reformed Theological Seminary in Orlando, Florida. He writes and speaks simply and clearly. He does not pretentiously display classical learning. He doesn't cast around Latin phrases. He doesn't use difficult theological language that lay people would not understand. He is a towering intellect, but he uses his intellect very simply and very clearly in the service of the kingdom of God. May God give us these kinds of Christian intellectuals. If you are listening and you are a Christian intellectual or you aspire to be one, do not be an intellectual snob. You are called to serve God and the kingdom of his son Jesus Christ by serving other people. This is P. Andrew Sandlin for the Center for Cultural Leadership, ChristianCulture.com.